0: We have a metal band from the great country of France. Uh, this band combines black metal, uh, sludge metal, and post-hardcore. Depends on who you ask. To me, they sound like uh, different bands. They sound like Deftones, mixed in with all those genres right there—subgenres. Uh, sludge metal meets Deftones, or or Paradise Lost, you know, meets black metal, meets post-hardcore. But anyways. That's just my opinion, and, uh, everybody has an opinion, right? So, anyway, so, uh, let's check out this jam from Celeste. Nuclear Blast Records, their latest album, their newest album, is called Assassins. And you can stream it, you can order it, nuclearblast.com, or go to Celeste's socials, and you can order it from there, or just stream it, however you enjoy music nowadays. So here is Celeste, and I'm not sure how to, I don't know how to talk French, so... The pronunciation for this is L.C. Repete Freudement. That could be wrong. That could be right. So anyways, here's a badass song by Celeste. We'll be right back. That was some badass music right there, some badass metal straight from the country of France Nuclear Blast Records presents uh, Celeste And we are here to speak with Johan, bassist vocalist for the band And anyways, let's go directly to the interview with Johan of Celeste Enjoy Okay, so where are you at? Uh, Are you in uh, France?
1: Yeah, right, France, so yeah
0: Awesome, so how's the, the weather up in France?
1: Well, shitty as, as always.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm in uh, Texas. This uh, have you guys toured over here in the U.S.?
1: Uh, yeah, twice with uh, Primitive Man, and I get and we've been in Texas. I don't remember which cities, but uh, I know we've been in Texas. Awesome. Or I guess so.
0: Uh, new album, yep. Assassins, uh, Nuclear Blast Records. Uh, great album. Congratulations. Thanks. How long did it take to arrange and record this album?
1: Well, uh, first of all, to write it, it took us uh, two years or even a bit more, uh, and to record and arrange, uh, we had to, the, to do it in uh, two sessions, I would say first the first time was two weeks, and the second one was almost the same, like uh, ten days to, to two weeks but it was spread on uh, on uh, quite a huge period. It actually took us uh, something like two or three months and then to mix and master the thing, uh, let's take uh, something like three or four months too. So all in all, it was a really long process, but uh, we're super happy with the the outcome.
0: Very cool music. The videos are awesome. Uh, Were all the videos shot in uh, France or where did you guys shoot the videos at?
1: Yeah right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we've done uh, five different sessions uh, for that album for five video clips, and they've done all uh, shoots in France. Uh, Shot in France, uh, in uh, many different places, and uh, with uh, three uh, different uh, producers.
0: So how is it working with uh, with Chris Edrich?
1: Uh, that was really, really nice. Um, to be honest, we were supposed to uh, record the album with uh, Will Putney. First uh, in uh, New, York, New York, but uh, because of the COVID situation, uh, we couldn't uh, get there, so we had to find another sol- solution. And we've knew, uh, we've knew uh, Chris uh, since a while. Actually, uh, we um, we've met in on, on tour when he was uh, working with uh, the Ocean, and um, so we stayed in contact since since a while. And uh, we knew by some friends that he was really uh, good at. Uh, studio recording because we only knew his work uh, at uh, for the live recording and so um, we've had a little, little chat with him asking, asking him if he was uh, available and interested to work with us which was the case and um, so we discovered our, uh, his way to work. He's a super picky guy, um, which was a really nice thing for us because we really wanted uh, to have uh, this album to sound super tight and um, it was um, very, very tough with us, uh, uh, asking us to uh, record again and again. Uh, until uh, everything was perfect so also, that's also a reason why at the end we uh, we spent so much time um, um, at the recording studio
0: uh, as far as the the lyrics uh mm-hmm. the, the words to the songs that, do you guys do you do most of the lyrics
1: yeah, yeah i do myself uh, i'm uh, i sing and i play bass in the band and uh, since i sing i uh i do write all the re- the lyrics and i don't know if you're aware of that but uh i do write uh, all the stuff in french and i sing in french then
0: yes i know yes i've noticed that i don't know french but uh i would like to learn it one day that's a pretty cool a pretty cool language very cool is it a, is it a, is it a hard language to learn or
1: since I'm native, uh, it's really easy for me to learn. I, I didn't have to learn it, but I, um, yeah. I know it's a very complicated uh uh, language uh, with uh, very uh, very uh, l- a lot of nuances and that's actually something I really enjoy because I like to play with the words and so, since I'm really confident with uh, with uh, with my uh, mother tongue uh, language um, that's why also I decided to uh, to uh, keep this language rather than um, Singing in English, as you can hear, I'm not so good at. at speaking English, so I would feel like um, I, I, if I if I did speak in English, I, I think I would. Maybe be able to say ten uh, percent of uh, what I'm what I'm talking about um, in French and with uh, much less nuances, and maybe I would do also a lot of mistakes. So maybe uh, what I, maybe uh, if I did sing in English, it would uh, just sound uh, silly.
0: Oh wow! So do you get uh, when you're playing live outside of France? Do people know the French lyrics, or do you? Do you see people just uh, marshing and, and uh, enjoying the music?
1: No, pretty much. I think they're just uh, marching and so on. Of course, we still, um, I mean, pretty often have some um, people who do speak French. Yeah. We also have some people, as we do in France, I mean, sometimes uh, there's a lot of people going at the shows uh, singing and just sing shit <laughs> the right words. So I'm pretty sure there are some people <clears throat> who are doing the same with us. And honestly, I don't mind it. Yeah, just well, uh, just energy. I'm I'm fine with the idea.
0: Yes, it works. Of course, uh, uh, same thing for English. I mean, I've seen, I've seen uh, concerts in uh, South America, Mexico, where people don't know English, but they're just singing uh, the, the the syllables, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fine. I mean, right?
2: Yeah it's,
0: uh, yeah, it's the same thing. Kind of the same thing. Right. So uh, it's been five years since your last studio album, Infidel. Studio album, right? Uh, Why did it take so long? Why five years?
1: Um, It might have taken one less year, uh, one year less, um, if um, there wasn't uh, the COVID situation. But anyway, four years is still uh, quite a long time. Uh But, you know, we've been doing uh, this music for uh, 17 years now. And um, <clears throat> the more you write music, the peakier you are with uh, the stuff you write. So it just takes us uh, a while to, uh, to write some new stuff because we just want the best for the band, and um, and uh, and we want to uh, to make something refreshing, to make some new riffs, some some brand new brand new stuff. So. You have to uh, think much more than when you just write your first uh, album, and uh, that every riff.
0: Uh, exactly. So, would you say this album is a continuation of the last one, or would you say would you say it's a different, a different thing completely?
1: Uh, to me, it's almost a breakthrough because uh, there's so many new things uh, happening on that one. Not that the previous one was not uh, interesting and refreshing but I mean we've been so further uh, on this new one. I mean uh, simply uh, when uh, we had this discussion with uh, with Guillaume in the band to uh, know what we would do, the idea was to uh, just experiment some new things and to think outside the box and also to not feel shy to bring some ideas that could some so new that maybe we would usually think that they are maybe a bit strange or, still or silly you know but uh, the idea was like okay if you think that um, a riff is interesting that melody is interesting you just, just you should, might just uh, write it and uh, try to develop it as much as you can and uh, and make it a good song and um, that's what what's here with, uh, with the Assassin you know there are many ideas that uh, would have just been left uh, aside a few years ago because uh, because we w- would have just brought them um, at the rehearsal place and someone just uh, maybe uh, wouldn't like it and say, okay, just to drop the idea. And since there was this pandemic, since there was this lockdown, we've been um, all just uh, by our sides at home, writing some stuff, uh, just alone and um, doing some home studio, doing some, some uh, pre-production recording, and so when you have an idea, you just develop it uh, as much as you can. So, and at the end, it's part of the song, almost no matter what uh, uh, other guys in the band will say. Of course, if they, re- if they really don't like it, uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, or Guillaume's gonna change something, but uh, right mainly uh, all, all these ideas we've developed they are in, on that album which is a pretty nice thing but but even i wouldn't say what i mean is that not that we've put all our ideas and just uh, make some stuff but uh, we just took the time to say okay what's what i what i think is best for the band and um, and just try to try to uh, to write it down
0: understood nice uh so what is your favorite song on this album
1: that's a tough one. Um, they're all good. <laughs> I will. I will. I will cheat. I will cheat because I will say too. My personal two favorites are the first one and the last one. Uh, not because they are the first and the last one, but uh, for me, that's that, that are probably the the most refreshing, but almost, and the one with the melodies that uh, means mean the most for me. Um, and also for the first one, I really, I really dig the the drum, uh, the drum patterns at the beginning. I think they are really, really new for us. And uh, for the last one, uh, I really enjoyed the uh, the middle and the last part with the the the, the sorry. The singing uh, from uh, Emily Marx, which is already something very new for us to have a, a featuring of a female vocals, and um, and the very last part with this melody, this, that's the the melody I enjoyed the most on the album. So, nice. That, that are pretty much the, the things I like the most here. Yeah.
0: Very cool. So, what do you take for your voice? How do you take care of your voice? Uh, I guess this is a, a singer question. Whether uh, is there something yeah. special you, you take or what do you do?
1: Yeah. What I uh, first of all, what I do is is to warm up. That's something I uh, I didn't do uh, a while ago, and I had many troubles um, when I was doing a, a lot of shows uh, in a row. Um, so I do warm up uh, every time I have to sing, and um, also during the studio sessions, the the one the thing I do is that I try to um, keep the, ses- the sessions as quick as possible. So I need to be prepared first, and um, to not uh, to try to not sing too many times uh, the same thing, and uh, so I try to keep the session as as quick as like maybe thirty minutes, no not more. Sometimes one hour, but really really not more because I know if I go further then my, my voice is going to go a little bit down and the text won't be that good and uh, and the next day I'm going to be uh, unable to sing again. So wow, there just, you, go. Uh, you have to be patient.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's an instrument itself. It's kind of like uh, the guitar and the bass. Yeah, right. And, yeah. Cool. So uh,
1: yeah, the, the the trouble the trouble is that when you, you when you bring a string, it's fine. But when you you, you
0: bring
1: <laughs> your your voice, when you uh sorry, when you bring when you um oh I lose my English. When you break when you break a string, uh, it's okay. When you break your voice, uh, it's difficult to cop up.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> very different, huh? You can uh, get another string and put it on and. You can't, yeah. you can't fix your voice in, in five minutes.
1: <laughs> no, definitely.
0: Yeah, very good comparison. So, I noticed your uh, albums, all of your albums end with an S, uh, with apostrophes. Wh- whose idea was that?
1: Uh, it was mine because uh, since I do write the lyrics, uh-huh. I also uh, find the album titles. And to be honest, that's almost a gimmick. Um, the idea um, behind all the stuff I'm doing for the band. Is to find a line uh, between all the albums and to make the world discography being uh, as consistent as possible, and that's part of it. Uh, this S is a gimmick, and I know that some people. I mean. Even if you don't uh, know all the discography, if you cross the such kind of, of uh, album title, you know it's you know it's Celeste, and that that's the same idea with the uh, the artworks, the album titles, the the lyrics, and so on. Consistency, I think, it's really important uh, in art, and I consider the music as a, an art form. So uh, I really enjoy thinking that um, people can recon- recognize. Uh, just an artwork or recognize the band just by listening to it for just a few seconds I think that's uh, really 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 worthful for us to uh, reach uh, such goals
0: yes uh, speaking of of sounds and and that uh, you guys have a very original sound would you call your genre would you call it black metal or would you call it uh, what would you call your your genre how would you categorize your band (laughs)
1: Well, to be honest, we we don't call it. People call it, and I know it's useful to call, to um, put some labels on the music because I mean, you need that. But but I, I couldn't tell you what kind of music we do uh, recently. There's the this term uh, avant-garde, uh, black metal, or yeah. post metal, or and such stuff. I, I, honestly, I don't know, and I I am not. Uh, yeah. angry about people la- labeling our music. Yeah. But the most important thing is just that we are Celeste and as you said that we do a very special kind of music. Yeah. And uh, of course there's no- nobody who's gonna say it's a Celeste Coeur or something but hopefully uh, as long uh, I mean as soon as you know us you don't need to label us anymore I hope.
0: Exactly. I guess the question was for, for whenever people Start making a list of of uh the bands and, and what kind of genre, what what list to put it on, I guess. So But you're right, you're you're right about that. It should be about the people and about enjoying the music and no matter what subgenre of metal it is? That's very, very true.
1: Right? Yeah, what, what, what could be? Of course, we are doing metal. I'm right with that. But I mean, if um, some people just can say metal for every for every band, and just it would yeah. allow people to listen to more stuff and discover some stuff, because label is uh, convenient. But uh, then, if you just listen to to some bands because of the label, you would just miss also a lot of maybe interesting music who you would enjoy if you wouldn't care about the labels
0: very true well said uh, so you started playing bass with the band about 2013 and noticed on your history there uh, before that you weren't playing bass you were just singing right um, yeah but right apparently the bass player got out or something what, what happened there can you for people that don't know can you talk to us about that
1: no that's quite simple uh, he's still a super good friend but uh, he wanted to move to, to Paris which is, I mean, for you, you live in the USA, uh, 500 kilometers, uh, 600 kilometers is not a big deal, but um, in France, it's quite a lot. And we knew uh, by going to Paris, he couldn't uh, attend uh, all the rear souls and so on. So we felt like we must um, do things differently. And uh, at the time um, there was Sebastian who was already helping us um, when our bass player was not available to do some shows because he was uh, already um, um, very often abroad. And so uh, we felt it was really um, um, natural for us us to welcome Sebastian in the band. And at the time, I was even if I enjoyed um, singing, um, I felt like it was quite boring to uh, only uh, sing. And uh, since I was uh, doing uh, the bass at the rehearsal uh, when uh, Antoine wasn't here and and that I did enjoy that, I felt like it was a good challenge for me to uh, try to do the bass and sing as well at the same time. So we've uh, we've asked uh, Sebastian, who was um, primarily um, a guitar player. To uh, command the second guitar and uh, so I would do the bass and what was interesting at the time is that um, actually on the album there was always two guitars and we could only play one uh, on stage and thanks to that then we could uh, play the, the, the albums uh, really as they were on stage so it was uh, actually a good move for us
0: oh wow very cool story so uh, so how do you feel playing bass now are you comfortable uh, apparently I mean it looks like you are. You're. You got used to it, and so how do you feel about that?
1: Uh, that's something I really enjoy. Uh, I, I do write music on uh, the guitar. Uh, I'm a really shitty guitarist by the way but I, uh, it's really convenient for me to write uh, some, some new stuff uh, but I do enjoy playing the bass much more than the guitar because that's uh, a sound that fits me much better and um, I, I know some people think like that the bass is not so important I, I do agree uh, with it a little bit for the record but uh, on the stage, on the live performances I think the bass is so Important and there's such a sense and a feeling of power uh, when you have a good bass sound, right? Yeah, I always, I always put the, 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 um, the amp right behind me, and uh, I mean, there's uh, it's so so re- rewardful to want uh, to, uh, to feel that um, very, on stage,
0: yeah. Very and, m- and m-
1: singing m- at the same time, I mean, I really en- enjoy the theme,
0: yes. It's very important, life for sure. It's kind of like ignoring. Steve Harris of Iron Maiden, or ignoring Geddy Lee of Rush, or you know, it's a very important piece of a live performance, right? Yeah, right, for sure. So, what's on your playlist, uh, Johan? What What do you listen to? What What go, goes through your mind? What is your favorite thing to listen to?
1: Um, <clears throat> so, uh, to be honest, I don't listen to so much music. Um, I think, like many, uh, I, I guess, like many people who do write and play music. You know you you eat music every day so maybe you're not the people who are gonna listen to, uh, to a lot of t- uh, stuff and also I have really difficult difficult uh, huge difficulties to remind what I'm listening to so right now I'm browsing my cell phone and Spotify yeah <laughs> to tell you the last thing uh, so uh and by the way i'm not uh, really aware about what um i mean the new stuff uh which is being released but yeah what what i can tell you is that recently i've been listening to a doom band uh, called uh, draconian oh yeah 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 Uh, i don't know where they're from but i really love the the band with the female vocals Um, and also which is quite surprising for me uh, listening to quite uh, I would say uh, modern metal uh, I've been listening uh, the last years a lot to uh, North Lane uh, I guess they are from uh, Australia okay yeah and um, mm, I have a very bad English accent so I don't know if you're gonna even understand
2: <laughs> the uh-huh.
1: names of the band of the band uh, Thornhill uh, yeah T-H-O-R-N-H-I-L-L yeah oh yeah 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 uh, yeah that's I know that's some stuff I didn't like before and uh, because maybe I didn't like the way uh, people were singing but uh, on these two bands I really enjoyed the singers so that's why I like the band I also like the the band called uh, Tesseract
0: Oh yes! Uh,
1: so really, really, uh, really uh, modern, modern stuff. And in on the other end, I'm listening to some more post-rockish music, such as uh, Japanese people from Mono, and also our friends from uh, Even in Arms. Okay. Um. Yeah. That's pretty much it.
0: Very cool, cool choices. So, who are your heroes? Do you have any musical uh, heroes that you look up to? Uh, maybe when you are growing up, or maybe right now.
1: uh, I I, I mean, not anymore, I would say, but um, uh, I was, a long time ago, a huge fan of uh, neurosis, Um, and um, yeah, that's maybe the band that influenced me the most, and um, I mean, bring me... uh, many emotions yeah. um, so I would say they are my heroes but uh, to be honest as I said I mean I don't listen to so much stuff and yeah. I don't know how to explain that but when you do play music when you do go, go on live I think you lose a bit of the, um, the, the 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 essence of being a fan you know
0: yeah understood Yes, exactly uh, so when can uh, we expect uh, Celeste uh, here in the United States uh, is there any plans are there any plans to come tour over here or anywhere in the world?
1: Mm, uh, so far, not yet. But uh, definitely coming back to the USA is um, is an idea we have in mind. But uh, because of the COVID and so on, you have we have to focus on things that are, are pretty sure to uh, to. Uh, to happen which we are doable and um, unfortunately USA is not the, the, the most obvious obvious choice right now so we are focusing a lot on, uh, on uh, sorry on Europe and um, also an idea uh, before going back to the USA is also to uh, go to um, Southern America because we've never been there so far and, uh, but maybe if we go there, um, there are some chances that we um, we um, also um, do a few shows in the USA and, uh, and Canada at the same time. But so far, there are not uh, real plans yet.
0: Yeah, cool. Uh, would you like to send a message uh, to the Celeste fans and your fans listening to this podcast?
1: Uh, yeah just to uh, finish um, please come to our shows because that's the thing we enjoy the most being on tour and um, sharing some experience uh, on stage and uh, we've actually developed a really nice uh, live show so I hope we're gonna come and enjoy what we have to propose
0: perfect appreciate the time uh, Johan uh, thank you for making time and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon in the United States here on tour
1: yep Thank you.
0: Cheers. Assassins is the newest album uh, from Celeste, all the way from the country of France, and they got the badass song "Elle se répète Freudement." That's the latest song, if that's pronounced correctly, which I doubt because I do not know how to read or speak French. But anyways, you guys can uh, go to Celeste. That's C E L E S T E, and they got a bunch of badass videos. Des torrents de coupe. Also, they're all badass songs, you know. So anyways, as far as our podcast, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on Anchor. Follow us on iHeartRadio Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, Spotify, of course. And there's a bunch of other uh, formats for you guys to listen to. So anyway, however you listen to your podcasts, I am truly, truly appreciative. Uh, your friend James, stay tuned for the next the next guests, we, they're all badass guests, and we got some cool new guests for you guys. So uh, anyway, so don't forget to keep it metal. That Metal Interview.